Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Having a Chat with myself, Matt. Michael. Myself, Eddie. Today we're going to be talking all about travel. Ooh. And everything to do with travel. Love an holiday, don't we boys? Love an holiday. Well, I say we do love a holiday, mm. to the point where Michael has just come back from a holiday. I booked a flight today as well, we can move on to that after. Oh, we'll just... Should we get on... <laughs> Should we do Prague to spoil it? Are we straight in jumping in? Just jump in. Straight in. Just come back. It should be fresh in, fresh in your mind. Well, he's already given me the like two hour spiel of what happened, so he's a bit fatigued from that, I think. Whip some of it back out. I haven't heard any of it. Um, apart from that, you went and saw our friend Charlie, who's working there. Charlie gave his second pod shout out. What was the first one? I, me- I mentioned him when we talked about Pointless. And he listened to that episode because of that. Oh. So I think I'm going to try and mention him in every episode. <laughs> he said that he would listen to it if we talked about him. Okay. So Maybe Charlie's we'll do a Charlie a episode. Talk about his beret. Well, we could do like a, um, a Charlie section in every podcast. Mm. Like regardless of whether it's about, we'll just have like now to the Charlie section. And then we talk about what we think Charlie thinks about <laughs> this one thing. Yeah. yeah he'll love idea. that. We'll love he'll that. He'll love that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. So. Should we move on to, to Prague? How was it, man? All right. Prague was fun. I had lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was out there to see Charlie, who's been working there, living there. That was good, because I got a bit more of an authentic experience, you see. Yeah, yeah. Because if you just go in blind, and you just go on, like, TripAdvisor or whatever, you just see all the top ten TripAdvisor stuff. Very touristy. My trip wasn't that touristy. There's a um, YouTube channel called Honest Reviews that always get recommended to me, and it's just this one guy talking about if you're going to be a tourist in Prague, the tourist tracks you don't want to go to and where you do want to go to. Yeah, he did say that, because and then financially as well, avoid a lot of the main places you won't get ripped off. Well, you don't want to go to the astronomical clock, according to Michael, but hey, I think it's dope hey, enough in there, hey, so. hey, hey. What is the astronomical? That's old-ass clock. It's been there since 1400. It's pretty cool, right? That is cool. Yeah, and it shows something about where the sun and the moon is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's got stuff on it that's... It's definitely a bit better than most clocks, you can tell that. <laughs> but there was a bit of a crowd, wasn't there, Mike? And you, you thought it was all a bit, okay. a bit of a hoo-ha over not much. I'm not anti-astronomical clock. <laughs> I think it's cool. And the thing was, we went there during the daytime on like a Saturday. Kind of interesting to be around all the super touristy stuff, just to see it. Just like that. But then, you know, it's not. it was a bit kind of... Not really that fun being in it. And, you know, with all the touristy stuff you have, like... It was, it was like this guy dressed up as a big giant bear. <laughs> Which was kind of funny, but it was like boiling hot and just felt kind of sorry for him. And it was like, travelling shouldn't be about feeling sorry for guys. Was he a street performer? Or... Yeah, they had tons of those. And they had like the moving statue stuff as well. And it's yeah. like, fair enough, you know, they've got to make a living. It just bumps me out, really. Well, so. yeah. it's, it's their choice. <laughs> they they, they enjoy it. Yeah. I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot, though. You touched on that. But it you... was real hot. Yeah. Real hot. Was it too hot? Like, I would never call the weather too hot because I, I hate cold weather, so I'd, I'd always moan about it. So I feel like whenever it's too hot, I'm like, I know you feel really hot and, and it, you know, maybe some could call it too hot, but I don't like to be negative in that kind of way. You know me from the previous episodes, I'm not a negative person. No. No, you're not. You don't <laughs> slag anything off, do you? <laughs> no. I mean, you've already slagged off a man <laughs> in a bear costume. I've already slagged off a, like, fucking 100-year-old club. <laughs> Hundred years. Sorry, 100 I forgot years. about years. Try seven hundred. Try seven. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I really slagged off a 700 euro clock. No, it was a decent clock. And we went, the thing is, we went back at night time. We went back at 4 a.m. And we got to get a better look at it. Yeah, I think the thing about a lot of touristy things is obviously there's a reason why lots of people go there mm-hmm. because they are cool. Yeah. But then you go there and there's just so many other people there mm-hmm. that it's like just the Mona a joke. Lisa. Yeah, like, the Mona Lisa. When I went to see the Mona Lisa, it was like it's so small. You couldn't see it. And there's just hundreds small. of millions of people yeah, around it. It's like. Out. I always find the Mona Lisa quite funny because if you ever go, have we all been? I have. Yeah. You turn around and there's this huge painting that nobody's looking at. It's amazing. And everyone's just like trying to climb over each other to look at the Mona Lisa. It's true though what they say about her eyes following you. I totally felt that around the room. You know, wherever you're stood in the room, it feels like she looks straight out. I have that with a lot of posters. It's like British, World War, like your country needs you, where it's pointing. That's always pointing at you. Crazy. Which is cool. What was your favourite thing? You liked the scooters, you went on some scooters. Oh yeah, that was really dope. They had these electric scooters, you have to get an app to hire them out. Pretty similar to like what we have here in Brighton with the bikes. So like Boris bikes in London. They're like yeah. Boris they bikes. Boris's idea. Sadiq scooters. Sadiq scooters. Yeah. yeah much prefer the sound of that but they're scooters and it's way more fun they're just you basically like you get this app and you and you scan them and all that stuff and then to get it going you have to just give it like a bit of a push mm. but then and then there's this switch that you like well it's not right it's not really a switch it's more like a little head pedal that you use with your hand it's like a switch and <laughs> yeah. then and then you push that down and you can go like real fast yeah but the best thing to do is like not on the streets like don't be doing it in the city center and like because it's like really cobbled so scooters don't work well on cold streets so you want to find like a cool pathway or something which we did it was like really nice went under this tunnel and they're just so fun went like really fast yeah downhill yeah if I ever go to Prague, I'll be sure to get on get on those scooters. Get on the scooters. They are a little bit costly. It's not a convenient method of travelling. No. If you need to get to somewhere, don't use the scooters. Because a little cost treat. you a little How bit. How much do they cost? So, it, they do it by distance. Distance they, is they charge you, fair, by... you, get, you can go really slowly, but take ages. And yeah. Like, I think it was time. So, I remember when I got charged, I was like, oh man, I spent a lot of time faffing about getting, getting it up to the cool oh. bit. Anyway, I think it was time. And it, we got it out for maybe like an hour. There's like, it was like a deposit that you get back. It was like mm. four, four pounds. I'm converting it. I'd say it, the the whole experience, we did it for like an hour probably, maybe a tenner each or something. Okay. So it's kind of like an activity. You've got to yeah. look at it that way. And that was one of the only things we kind of paid for. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's cool. Nice. Really good. Shall we move on to Eddie's flight? Yeah, Where are you going, Eddie? this flight? I'm going to, going to Kerry in Ireland. Yes. Because, well, Kira's talked me into it basically. So yeah. Well, I'm going to, going to Scotland the week after to camp. Think. And then basically squeeze this in in the middle because then we can stay in their family friend's house. Yeah. So it don't cost you too much. Beautiful part of the world. So yeah, popping over there. Going to Luton Airport for the first time. I'm, wow. always, I'm oh. as excited about that as. Are you flying Ryanair? Oh uh, yeah, I'm flying Ryanair. My first solo trip, no less. Was going to be wavy. Is Kira already going to be there? So she's already going to be there, and I'm coming back by myself as well. Wow, it's crazy. You're yeah. going to Luton Airport to fly over there. How are you going to Luton? You can drive. Train. Train. Yeah. Where's it wasn't from? too bad, it was cheaper than to Stansted, really. Winch or Brighton? From the Hove, where we are right now. Hove, sorry. Hove, actually. Hove, actually. <laughs> I did say Brighton earlier. Sorry, it's Hove. Yeah, we're Hove boys now. Full of... I still live in Brighton. Yeah. Um, well, you're on the... Well, you must be on the border. Seven no, no, I'm... Seven Darts is Brighton. Yeah? This is very good, interesting. Yeah, this is, like, really Brighton. light Hove. I feel like Seven Darts is Hove. No, right? Seven Darts is Brighton, mate. You think? Get out. After the I three sixty, it's hope. It's like yeah, but seven dollars is um. Seconds. You can see the train station. Can't see it. Seven dollars is proper. You can go down that big hill. It's oh, not it's a hill in the way. 
It's nah, like nah, the i360 is, is is brighter. It's not Hive. After the i360, nah, it's still brighter. I've looked it up before, honestly. Yeah. After the i360, because there's Hove Co-op is like just after the i360. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a trap. Yeah, also, <laughs> what's Brunswick? Because that's on the map, but that's, you know, you will see oh, that on delivery, Britain. it's like Brunswick Town, and that's like the first bit before the Pope. Anyway, I, I'm, so, I'm going to have to, so I'm going to have to figure out a way of having fun on a flight by myself. I guess I'll read a book or something, but... I read a book. Yeah. On my flight. Yeah. yeah that you went on just now. Um, did, you have to get, did you go by yourself? Yeah, I went by myself. Um, it was fine. It was the second time I flew by myself. I think yeah. it'd be quite peaceful, and I won't miss my flight, like the one time I did, because... My friend convinced us, me, we had enough time to go to the toilet, like, while it was boarding. So yeah. that won't happen again. Bad so Don't go to the toilet. No, we had to wait for six hours to go to Poland. But we got to get there the same day, so it was fine. That is, that could have been good. worse. Yeah, could have yeah. been worse. You don't, I can talk about my... All uh, because we went to the toilet. Yeah, we, we missed a flight, me and some buddies, last year. Back from Barcelona, and um, we, had to, we had to stay in the airport for the night and buy new tickets. It was fucking awful really terrible. We kind of made the most of it for about two hours and then we all like had a little argument and then went and slept. <laughs> this, was this with uh, Jordan and Charlie? Jordan, Charlie, good old, Charlie, shout out Charlie. Jordan Lewis was there, other people were there. Is this when, did you then lose your phone? Yeah, oh man, I didn't think this is what the travel pod would be about. <laughs> I made a real stinker. Everything you... was not my fault. <laughs> Also, you borrowed some money off Charlie to get some yeah, food, and yeah, then didn't yeah. all of it, and Charlie Why got really I tell you this? Oh my god. Okay, so two years ago, <laughs> I like went you. to Barcelona, <laughs> had a very good time. This was my first, I guess, my first friend's holiday. Really? Yeah, like, you no know, not school, not school trips. And <laughs> no mummy or daddy was there to make sure I had all my things, and I lost everything. <laughs> I lost everything. And Wait, you, didn't, you lost more than just your phone? Yeah, emotionally, yeah. I lost, <laughs> I lost my bank card when I was out there, um, and so I was borrowing a lot of money off Charlie, which I just did as well, but this one wasn't my fault. When I was out there this time, I got locked out of my bank account for some other bullshit reason. Well, actually, if you go abroad, you're supposed to inform your bank, like, I think we all know this, but... I did not know that. Um, oh, no. Yeah, and I lost my card, and then, then we missed a flight. And then I lost my phone on the train back. We can talk about me losing my phone. Let's do that. Let's because take some Michael heat doesn't off know. Me. This isn't really travel, but it's related to losing phones. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny, Eddie knows this. <laughs> so I've lost my phone in what is essentially the most annoying way. Right. But it's also like a really touristy way to lose it. Right. So I was on Brighton Pier, mm-hmm. and no, I didn't just drop it off the edge because right. I'm not that thick. Uh-huh. But what I did do was have it in my pocket and then I sat down on one of the deck chairs there, free yeah. to use, yeah. and then it slid out my pocket, slid onto the deck chair, oh, bounced off the deck yeah. chair, bounced onto the bit of slat, and obviously on Brighton Pier it's all just wooden slats, there's little gaps, and then it just down went straight gap. down, straight down the gap. Into in, the sea. Into the sea. Wow. Awful. When? That happened uh, two days ago, on Monday. <laughs> What's and this? I have a spare phone, oh, luckily, and I had to order a new SIM card, and the SIM card's arrived, and it's all fine now, but it was a very frustrating way to lose oh, my phone. that's horrible. Because man. it was incredibly unlucky. Did you see way. it all ha- Did you see it? No, I sort of felt gap. it go, and I heard a, a knock. Yeah. And then I looked down, and my friend was sitting the other side of me. Yeah. And it just obviously wasn't there. Yeah. And had gone through the gap. Oh, because God. it's the only way it could have gone. That is very funny. I wish I'd seen it go through the gap. Yeah, it was really annoying at the time. There's just nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. You just lost your phone, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, no insurance for that. 
No, I bought it. Gap insurance. No. I got uh, I got a rap taken straight out of my hand by a seagull today. (laughs) Eddie saw it. He can vouch. This is Brighton problems now. (laughs) Yeah, it's like as long you know it goes to show you can live in. He felt the scratch of its claw on his lip. Yeah, really. Were you trying to eat it? I was. I had it. I was eating it. I had, it was a, it was I had a bold move, head. to be honest. It was full of seagulls in Pruning Gardens. And he was there, audaciously nominating to his... Uh, yeah, and it was, I just see, it's happened to me in almost the exact same what place was it? previously. Hello, me. Was it from a sh- just like a Tesco or somewhere? From Boots. <laughs> <laughs> and Fair enough. The boots other members of the public were loving it as well. Was this guy oh, was people like, laughing at me, and then... <laughs> Uh, I felt like a tourist, but I've been here for five years. But you have you have helped your tourist um, points by getting a bum bag. Oh my god! So bum bag is an essential tourist is, fashion. But I'd say that to the point now where, especially in Brighton, yeah, is a bum bag touristy. No. So I think maybe I'll I'll bring something, and obviously I'm yeah. going to be doing some travelling. Oh wow! As I'm going to for a year, going f- to Switzerland for a year. Oh, they're bloody losers they are. To be to be an au pair. As of tonight. Yeah, they just just <laughs> lost three one to, to Portugal. Uh, Portugal. Ronaldo scored a hat trick. Wow. But then they're going to lose to England in the Nations League final. Well, we'll have to do another football podcast to celebrate yeah. that. See if once that's once that's definitely come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to going to well, technically it's Prévenge, oh, I believe yeah. is how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. But it's near Lausanne. Lausanne. No, no. Lausanne. I don't think so. No, Lausanne. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's on on Lake Lake Geneva. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Or Lac Yeah. As it should be called. You're gonna yeah, sign you've some been trees. practicing for this. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's where they speak French, and it's, it's part of the reason. I want to learn some French. And you're going to yeah. look after a boy. I'm going to look after a boy. Hopefully he's not a dick. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully he's not a dick. I mean, maybe one day, he'll, when he speaks good enough English, that he can understand this this nonsense. He'll listen. He'll have a listen. And That'd be nice. Hear wow. me say, I hope he's not a dick. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Benjamin. Shout out Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. What's, what's dad's name? That father's name is Xavier. Xavier. Wow. That's a dope name. Yeah. Hanging out with Benjamin. What are you Xavier. most excited about for your upcoming travel? Um, I think I'm just excited about going somewhere like really new, mm-hmm. like living there. Yeah, yeah. And not just not having to come back after a week. Yeah, because yeah. you go somewhere and it's all very, you know, when you went to Prague, I'm sure it was great. You said you did stuff that was not like complete touristy because obviously Charlie's living there yeah but equally you're not living there you are still very much a tourist I'm just interested in just going there living there Mm. and just just it being different and also it's a really nice part of the world and having like my life be like kind of completely different Mm. in some aspects to what I do I mean I still do a lot of the same things obviously it would just be cool it would be great to look back yeah that time I lived in Switzerland yeah, go and, go and chill by the chill on the beach by the lake. Mm. That's one thing I'm looking forward to. Fresh water swimming. Ooh. Obviously in like a lake, because it's kind of like the sea. That's got to be good for the something. Right, I imagine it's going to be nicer than Brighton Beach. Yeah. No no cobbles. No seagulls taking your halloumi rest. No, probably not, no. No seagulls. No day trippers from London. Yeah. It's going to be the dream. Yeah. Yeah, that's Not exciting. many Brighton fans, though, that's the only thing. No. no. How are you going to keep up with the games? Well, I'm just going to have to watch. Watch mm. one TV. We've well, got a season ticket, so we can always fly back. I've still got one. <laughs> <laughs> I have renewed my season ticket. It only cost me £615. Pounds. Oh, my God. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Just in case you weren't going. I didn't want to lose it. The waiting oh list is, my God. The waiting <laughs> list is quite... 
Did you do that? You spend six hundred fifteen pounds. You can't even go to a single game. Um, I mean, you're going to have to fly back Matthew for some of I'm going to come back for. Um, I'll be here at Christmas. Go to the Boxing Day game. Yeah, I'm sure, my mum will love that. Yeah. Be back for a week at Christmas. Then part of it in Brighton, watching yeah. the football. Can we? Can I? Well, I. Often... <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so. My friend Sean, who will definitely be listening to this, he's sure. just moved to Brighton. Sean you guys know Sean. is not getting any of this action. So, <laughs> I've already basically said to Sean that he can have it. Uh, but obviously, if he can't go to games, oh, right. other people can go but to it's, games. But it's literally just, you. how would we do it? Would we take you take the, it's, it's the card. I've got it. So you're going to leave it here with Sean, are you? Yeah. Um, so no one can see it. But it's basically, it looks like a credit card. Oh my God, I'm borrowing that. And you just go <laughs> in, scan it. It lets yeah, you in. We'll walk it, we'll work out some short. We won't be able to get it together short. unless you see anything. But so you could obviously split a ticket. Split a ticket, yeah. Go Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have to be the, try and sit near that one. Yeah, well, you could also, our, our friend Cameron, all of his family go. Yeah. So yeah. often there's a seat near them, mm. and especially if one of their there especially if one of them isn't going yeah then you could maybe go and sit in one of their seats absolutely right. and also the seat next to me is often free and also you know uh, my friend jordan he yes. remember when we went to the game and he was on the row in front yes so if his season ticket is, is in the row in front oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, could be cool, yeah. you can do that all right well sean i'm coming knocking on your door soon yeah. Yeah, no, he's just well, this is just talking about Sean. He just yeah. got a job at the Sussex <laughs> FA as a development officer. Right wow. now. So he's currently working um, for them now, but he's living at home for like a month commuting and then he's gonna get a flat in Brighton and move here. Good stuff. Um, and speaking of Sean, he submitted a question. Oh good. Uh, like questions. Questions. Yes. Oh, this is good, we do this more. Like us <laughs> are asked and he asked, How did Adam from Love Island manage oh. to appear in two separate nightclubs in the same night, one in Mallorca and one in Peterborough. Well, he travels in it. Well, yeah, because Sean actually tweeted this at Adam from Love Island, and the answer he got was, I travel boy. <laughs> I travel boy. I maybe, love that. I guess maybe. Was it, where was it, Mallorca? Yeah, Mallorca. S- Spanish culture, pretty weird, right? They probably had like a midday meet and greet at the club. That's the only explanation. You reckon he started the day there and then... Well, yeah, I think it was Mallorca because we looked at his list of club appearances, mm. which is very long and extensive, and he was basically in a new nightclub <laughs> every a night. Weird way of earning money, isn't it? Uh, I believe he was down. It's either Prism or the Arch. He was yeah. down in Brighton. Both fabulous options. Can't remember. We didn't go and see him, unfortunately. Um, that, didn't you? But uh, he was on, goes to so many, and I think. But also, if he's going to a nightclub in Mallorca, surely that's a nightclub. That's basically full of English tourists. Yeah. Because I don't know how popular Love Island is in Spain. Yeah. I know there many international dates. I think he just did that one. Yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, New York, he's not going to go to like Prague, for example. <laughs> Paris. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is a god. He yeah. was the king of Love Island. Oh, yeah. He absolutely. was the one that was like. Rosie. Rosie. Super fuckboy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah really yeah. tall. I, I really liked him. I think there should be, I hope there's more characters. Saw a bit of yourself in him, didn't you, really? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, he was a bit of, you know. He was a bit of me, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. No, we thank you for it your question, it Sean. It's a great question. Well, I, think... I don't actually thank you for your question, Sean. Sorry, because I feel like this is, he already got the answer off Adam. Why is he asking? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the answer's not gone the whole way. But I, I, I'd, I'd say probably the answer is he's probably done like. Kind of yeah, early on, early evening in Mallorca, just as like the pubs, you know, people going to the pub for prees. Yeah. And then he's flown over to Peterborough, got there, probably like you know, turned up fashionably late. One half one. I'm not sure. No. I didn't do the research. <laughs> one half one cruises in, you know, Does he and have then a immediately. Plane? 
Surely not. Immediately gets into the into the um, yeah, just hops over straight away the, into the VIP section and gets his that bottle or it's a typo on the post of Grey Goose. <laughs> he travels, boy. He does travel. I think it's a, I think it's a, a scheduling. I think it's a thing with the post. But when I saw Snoop Dogg in Shush, um, oh, what? <laughs> well, we can, there's something that we can bring up in a sec. Yeah, Snoop. Dogg, he was in Shush, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, really late. when I was in first year, I was, he was performing as DJ Snoopadelic. He yeah he he has played a gig in London the same night which you know that's not a flying situation that's like a, I guess like an hour on the oh well, yeah coach yeah. <laughs> he's getting driven down in some fancy car he's not getting on something right no. yeah but he I don't know when he was scheduled to be on but he was like at least like three and a half hours late and he we'd keep getting like uh, these poor DJs the worst job in the world uh, with like being out wait like were coming out onto the stage and being like, Snoop Dogg's, we've just got word that Snoop Dogg is in Brighton. And people go, ah, yeah. go nuts. And then like, uh, people would start booing him and like the, the, the DJs, uh, like, bring out Snoop. And then like yeah. half an hour later, they'd be like, just got word that Snoop Dogg is in the building and then people go nuts again. And then yeah. like another half hour later, they were like, oh <laughs> Snoop Dogg is approaching the stage. Yeah. It's clearly just like, <laughs> still in London. <laughs> well, I mean, we were told and I'm not sure how reliable this was, as we were walking to Patton's, a nightclub in Brighton last night, yeah. by one of the arch promoters, that Sean Paul was in the arch. <laughs> oh my God, stop it, last night. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently, Sean Paul was in the arch. We didn't go. I really uh, people. Josh responded to, Josh responded by laughing in the man's face, saying, that sounds awful. No, and then we wrong. proceeded to go to Patterns. Just give me the light. Great. <laughs> but I'm not really sure if that was true or not. But we'll, we'll do some take. research. Now moving on to the second question Lovely from my girl. friend Josh. Let's have it. Who you two have also met. And he says, Why are so many bus drivers grumpy asses when train and taxi drivers do not seem to be? Right, I've got this in the bag. First of all, taxi, right? You've got to have, like, a swish car. That's, like, a requirement. They've always got, like, a Merc or something. You like. mean a taxi? Huh? Or, like, an Uber? Either. Well, they're similar. It's a very similar job. Oh, well, yeah, like an Uber, well, mostly. Taxis. But, all right, taxis, yeah, the, the, the Brighton ones. <laughs> the Brighton taxis are quite nice. No, As cars go, you know. They're okay. Uber, anyway, it's your own kind of thing, you know, you can get in your own space, you don't have to deal with, like, you do have to deal with people, but it's very much like, you could, you know. Do you think they're happier than bus drivers? Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think so. And I think, what was the other one? Train. Well, the, or train. I think by so train drivers, possibly talking about maybe the, the tickets. Guards. The guards. Yeah. yeah. Well. And I find that with the guards. That's just part of the job to be happy and chappy, isn't Well, it? there's either two situations. Either they are the most jobs worth people in the whole world. Mm. Or they could not give a shit. Yeah. And awesome. I quite like the guys who couldn't give a shit. Because mm. I respect that. Just leave me alone. And that's how I would do it as guys. well. Yeah, because sometimes they get really arsy about if you get your um, rail card out. Uh, yeah. If you yeah. don't get it out. Well, if they, you show them the ticket and they're like, where's your rail card? Oh, right, you yeah. have to get your rail card. Well, I had a really jolly one the other day. So I was like, oh, yeah, I need to, like, I'm going to Hove, but I need to go to Falmer. Can I buy an extension? He's like, an extension? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, come with me. I'm your guy. And I was like, thanks, man. Like, I feel great. Like, I was worried about this, but you're making nice. me feel great. But yeah, bus drivers, they're driving quite, you know, it's quite loud, yeah, quite rickety. They've got Sorry to deal with more members of the yeah. public, yeah. I feel, but at, at once. And only negative stuff. No, I mean, they get a yeah. little thank you, but that's, you know, that's just because it's... 
And they don't get the respectful chit chat. Because well, if you get a taxi yeah. driver, it's like they're giving you a lift, and you, people still see it as like a favour. Yeah. They don't, people don't do that with bus drivers. No, they're like, oh, this is a service, and I'm not really happy about the fact I have to get the bus, but here I am. Like, exactly. you better not be annoyed about my ticket and the fact that it's centre fare and I'm meant to have a like, network. <laughs> yeah, also. what do you feel about <laughs> that one bus driver who's notorious? I don't know if he's, because I don't get the bus anymore in Brighton. Hey, the night bus. <laughs> <laughs> There's the, that bus driver who wouldn't let you on if you had little savagely ID. leave you in town at 4am oh, yeah, if you don't have your student card on Yeah, <laughs> so he'd like kick drunk girls off the bus yeah. and they got their student card. You know what, it's his job. Well, yeah, it's it. his job. We're working men these days, we understand. Yeah, I think I, I really like doing like annoying stuff to customers if I can get away with it. When I'm ushering, for example, the whole day you're tearing up tickets and they're all fine. You're just dying for one of them to be wrong. Mm. So you can just like, ah, yeah, you got the wrong thing. You're <laughs> stupid. And Or like if someone doesn't have a ticket and they're like sneaking and stuff, like I had to kick a little old lady out recently. Yeah, well, you had to kick her out, but you didn't kick her out because she refused to leave. And then yeah, you had to get someone else to I had to get, tried to get her out to do it, but I, with, you know. I don't blame you. She sounded difficult. She was so difficult. I was what very happened? rude to her. Um, <laughs> no, no, I have to get this little uh, I say old she was like probably 40s just an adult Um, Mm. and she was uh, she seemed a bit lost and she was all like oh is the screen through here and I was like oh yeah yeah have you got your ticket and then she was like oh I've already been in I was like oh okay don't worry I gave the benefit of the doubt and then little did I know she was just playing that dirty trick on me she was she Mm. knew exactly what she was doing she was not lost and she got in, walked around a bit, tried to find a seat. You know, was it she busy? Wasn't, no. Which so helped. She, she, she could have just sat anywhere and no, wouldn't really have been... She What, with me ushering? <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you look at the screen layout for oh, who's yeah. everyone's got a ticket oh, and yeah. imprint it in your mind? I do not let people slide by. Uh, she she went and just sat in a seat and then I, so I was watching her I was like, okay, well, she's on her own. She's not already been in. She, and she had like a bag and coat and stuff. I was I've, I've got her. And then I went back and looked at the seating plan and like everyone that was already supposed to be in their seats mm. were there. So I had to go and be like, so you don't have your ticket? And then she was she started pretending to look through a purse and, uh, and then she pretended that it was like on her phone, which is dead, or it was like on the computer and she didn't know her ticket number and all that stuff. And <laughs> I, just, I just remembered what she said. Oh my God, so I, I ended up, I had to get my manager and then uh, he ended up, he, she finally, like five minutes into the film, we ended up finally getting her out and then she was like, I demand a refund because I've missed like 10 minutes of the film. And then I was like, yeah, you're going to miss the whole thing, I'm afraid. <laughs> and, and then she says to me, I hope you get very bad karma straight away. Uh, that is very, that is very bright. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's like, you, I like you. you yeah, yeah. You're very rude. <laughs> she said that to a manager. She was like, yes, you polite, him very rude. <laughs> well, you did your job, well done. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just like a bus driver. Mm. I hope you get promoted. We had one more question. Oh, good. Which is, why (laughs) are Heelys not the most accepted form of transport? Jeez, man, that's a good question. My friend had some, to be fair, while he was at uni. Had a lot of fun with them. A lot of places don't allow you to wear your Heelys. That's part of the problem. So really, we've got to tackle the institutions first. (laughs) Churchill Square, for example, can't wear them. There's no Heelys, Ben. Yeah, no No Heelys in Churchill Square. What are they going to do? They're going to cause absolute chaos, what they're going to if do. You've if you've got your heelys on and you're looking cool, sliding on down, what's the security guard going to do? You can just go straight into walking, no one will know. 
Yeah, the security guards will have uh, apart Heelys. From the, apart from the fact you've got you fresh Heelys on, which I assume look really cool. This is the thing, I feel like you've got to put, you've got to have some sort of Heely license first that shows that you can like, revert to walking if need be, so that you're not going to like clatter like little old Betty who's like walking around Monsoon or whatever, and then you're like more prepared <laughs> to go into a walk, and like then people can like trust you with your Heely. I think that would be okay. It's a great question. Yeah. I personally yeah, you know, be terrified I wearing travel just being the difference between walking and sliding. I guess it is a We travel all the time. We're always travelling. Um there's a couple more questions, some more serious questions. That's fine. Done by um Josh's girlfriend Jess. Serious um, Jess. Sounds great. One of them was one I can't really answer, but it's which airline do you think provides the best food? Oh jeez. But I don't know. I'm just I happy whenever I think I've like, only ever eaten on a British Airways flight. I was gonna say BA, yeah. Which was a trip, which was a school BA. trip. BA. I was still BA. blown away when I got free alcohol on BA. I was like, because they offered me like, do you want a drink? And I was like, oh no, fine, thanks. I was like, yeah, thinking about the wallet a little bit. And then JD starts pouring his bloody prosecco or whatever. I'm like, what's this? And he's like, yeah, it's complimentary, mate. I was like, what, what do you complimentary mean? Complimentary on what do you mean? Yeah. Jesus Apparently. Christ. But yeah, I've never, I haven't had food on a plane for a while. As a kid, I was like, child. oh, like, yeah, can't wait for my meal. But it's not really. That's a real. Like, it's only if, is it like if you travel for more than like three hours or something? I don't want to call out Jess, but if you go on that many long flights that you have a preference of airlines. Let me think about our carbon footprints. Jesus frank. Christ. Well, I mean, I did initially respond to that by saying, I don't think I'm middle class enough to answer that question. <laughs> and I am quite middle class. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to deny that. <laughs> I think the only time I've really eaten was yeah school ski trip to America yeah we went with British Airways what'd you have I can't remember but I remember it being quite nice I remember eating all of it and being yeah that was okay yeah yeah, yeah. does Jess have a favourite I don't know oh that's what we need to know what to say yeah what was oh, her, it would be good if we called someone up on this once from there it would but we, maybe we, she can she can email in next email time. in yeah, or we'll yeah. cover it next time she's got anything else to bring up mm, yeah. we'll do that she's got any beef with our problems what was the other key there's two more there was, how would you make train travel free in the UK? How do you make it free? Yeah. Oh, you Just know, I was speaking about this with Charlie. Another one of your bright ideas. <laughs> <laughs> how would you make train travel, you know, I don't Just really make it know. free. You've got to nationalise it. You've got to nationalise it. Raise yeah, the tax, this, but... Like, if we nationalise the transport systems, yeah. is that what's going to happen? <clears throat> Just going to be able to travel free? No. But, no. no, it'd be necessary, but it'd probably yeah, yeah, be cheaper. Yeah, I found that answer. What I will say about the... Prague travel system is amazing because yeah, doesn't everyone just cheat and not buy a ticket and you yeah they do not yet. check your tickets at all mm. and they have one ticket for everything which may, makes way more sense they got bus and you, you just get at the airport it just got like a 72 hour thing mm. and then that covered everything bus tram train that's it I love that the there are trams system. everywhere in Europe trams you need more trams yeah. I feel like the north has more Manchester has yeah, a they're kind of getting up with trams up north. I don't mm. think the trams are really working. There's one in Croydon. Yes, actually, because I got it from east to west Croydon at like midnight. It was kind of freaky. Yeah, well, it's Croydon. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I actually felt kind of stupid buying one to be honest. They did not check once. Well, even when you get on the bus. Yeah. Just walk on. Walk on. It's good to have that first one in case you get called up later and you can be like, oh, I've got this expired one. Look, I tried, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, well, I was just going to pay. Dodge. And also, like, what what it is is that you have to punch it in, so it doesn't it doesn't work and punch it in for the first time. Right. So I bought it on the first day and I was there for five days and I just waited until the third day to punch it. Right. Because that way it covered me for. Smashed it. I see. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd love free train travel, but. I feel like I feel like it doesn't need to be free. I think cheaper, yes, definitely. It's yeah. fine to pay some money to help it run itself. 
yeah. in the event of a nationalised train service. When I was interrailing, there was a guy who just like had the wrong, his train ticket didn't cover wherever we were or whatever, and he just like kept, pretend, kept pretending he didn't understand the guard when they were being like, you can't be here, like this ticket isn't right. He's like, what? I don't understand, I've got this. And it, that went on for like, for, literally like 45 minutes until she just gave up, and then he just uh, got to ride the train. Uh, it's played dumb, I guess. And then it will be free. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's your answer. This, that's what this stupid bitch tried to do to me in the cinema. Yeah. Well, luckily, I don't play dumb. Very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the third year of university, for me, train travel was free. No barriers at London Road. No barriers at Morsecombe. Oh, no worries, mate. Yeah. What are you going to do? See, yeah. Falmer was a gamble. I Often I'd do the kind of thing where I'd be like, oh, uh, London Road, I didn't have time. Or like, the London thing Ro- wasn't working. But to be fair, the London Road ticket machine, always broken. Exactly. Always so broken. They, they believed you. Yeah. Although one time I had to, I had, I, they had people on the thing at Falmer. You remember yeah. this? Uh, I, I was there because it was at, it was at um, Morsecombe. Oh, right. And yeah. they were like, where did you get on? And we were like, oh, the London Road ticket machine's not working. And they were like, oh, why is it always London Road? Because there's barriers barriers at Brighton Station, yeah, if you haven't yeah, got a ticket mate, you can't go through. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, if you haven't got a ticket, you'll have gone at London Road. But yeah, I had to, and then I had to like write to the train people explaining why I didn't have a ticket. No, I didn't have to do it. Yeah, and they were like, we'll take you to court if you don't. They just took my name or something and, then, and nothing happened. Alright, well, I, didn't, I didn't even get fined in the end. I smashed it, I wrote like a whole essay about and I was really specific about how much the train costs. It's like, yeah, you know, every day I buy my £3.19 ticket from London Road, but on this day, unfortunately, the ticket machine wasn't working and the guard told me I'd be able to. So, yeah, it was all fine. Bit freaky, though. I've, I, I've known people to get fined going from, like, Brighton to Falmouth not having a ticket. I don't think I've, I've never been fined. Mm. I've got for it. Maybe they'll listen to this and they'll retrospectively they'll find come and They'll be searching Hove till they find us. Or, <laughs> you know, the Brighton Hove crossover that is seven dollars. Should we wrap up on something? I've got, I want to talk about Benny Kasim because that was oh, my okay. favourite oh, holiday. Oh, favourite holidays each. Just do favourite, a quick favourite yeah, holiday. So, yeah. Benny Kasim. So, Benny Kasim was great because in Spain, bare hot, we like that, don't bear we? Talked about yeah. hot, we love hot. <laughs> love hot. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I went to Barcelona before and after. That was good. Sauce Garda Familia, all that stuff. Didn't go in it, sadly. Should have done that. And then, there were just characters everywhere. So in our hostel in Barcelona, there was this American guy. I just met, met some... Hey, you were going to talk about some funny Americans. I can talk about this. We can, right, this is the American section. And then this guy, Geezer, comes in the um, our like hostel room thing. He's like, hey guys, how's it going? We're like, oh, hey man. Us being little... Well, not little. Matt and JD are pretty tall, but English guys. <laughs> And then he was like... Wait, don't, you're tall as well, Eddie. Don't say yourself. True, I feel short around them. I think They are taller than you. Yeah, it's true. And then, yeah, and he, we were like, oh yeah, fine, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I just walked 25 miles. I'm like, oh, jeez, man, that's, that's a pretty long way. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to walk five more. I'm like, oh, sweet, like, you know, you know what you're doing. And then we were like, oh, so where exactly are you from? Because, you know, we, we kind of get, like, you know what, like, a Brooklyn accent is, but we're not experts on the American accent. Yeah. So. Yes. And he's like, I'm from our, you know what that is? And we're like, oh, yeah, no, go vaguely, yeah, that's cool. And then he was like, where are you from? Winchester yeah. <laughs> and so he was nice and then then there was another American guy who was from like Nashville or something who came up to me and was like hey man you know what a toilet is and I was like god this is the most American person I've ever met in my life and that accent was probably wrong as well and then so that was that was a good start to the trip and then we, we actually got to <laughs> close to Benny Kasim <laughs> the most boring conversations that are like highlights of the trip yeah, they're just they were funny and then there's this guy who comes up to us who was like um Hey guys, like, they all sound pretty similar, these dudes. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> and then, um, 
He comes up to us, he's like, what are you doing? We're like, we're hungry. And then he was like, titty bar. That's when he came in with titty bar. Hungry for tits. Well, that was the implication. And then uh, we were like, we're probably fine. And then he was like, over 40 women at titty bar. And we're obviously thinking, you know, that's like, that's 80 boobs we're working with there. So, <laughs> not, you know. not that the women were over. No, nothing to be sniffed at. No, no, it wasn't like a... Over 40 women at bar. So he was fun. And then someone else on that trip just like kind of like brushed, like kind of stroked my hand as I was walking past That's him. Hit. And I turned <laughs> around I like. and I was getting some eye contact from him. That was nice. Um, <laughs> just a lot of really interesting people on this trip. Yeah. And then there was the woman on the Benny Cassine beach who would like, you know, she was wearing a skimpy outfit. And Sick, she's like, man. you know, she's, she's, she's bobbling side to side. She's like swaying. And she's like, hey boys. She's, talk, she's not talking to us actually, talking to like a group next to us. And she's like, and they were like, oh, hey. You want weed? <laughs> like, wow. No, we're fine. She's like, mm, okay. And then like, we just hurt her in the distance. Like, she gets a bit further down the beach. Be like, hey boys. And she's just doing it to everyone. And we're just characters everywhere. And I just feel like I've not had that many characters anywhere else. Yeah, Spain. That is, that is quite okay. Also, there were some prostitutes. They came up to us and they were like, <laughs> literally grabbed us. We're like, let's go have sex. And like, grabbed me. And I remember my dad being like, I got pickpocketed in Barcelona. So first thing I did was like, grab my wallet in my pocket. I said, well, not even that. Um, and they were like, proper pulling us. I never had to like, yank. Like, no one's really like, grabbed me that enthusiastically ever in my life, you know? So mm. I've like, had to like, claw off. I don't know, off. they were prostitutes. Because um, they grabbed me by the arm and said, hey, let's go have sex. Yeah. I think. You might have just been quite enthusiastic. That doesn't tend to happen. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Well, my favourite one was probably so I went on the ski trip in the year thirteen, and I was the only year thirteen with all the younger kids, mm. mostly because I really like skiing. Skiing is great. Right. Wanted to go skiing. Went skiing. It was really fun. But what I wanted to talk about was when I was on the ski lifts, which obviously on a lot, and we went, you know, we're in America. Americans love small talk. So you sit on the ski lift, and because I was often the oldest one there, I'd end up kind of taking the brunt of the small talk just talking to whoever mm-hmm. and just people would ask you about the dumbest stuff like one guy I was like oh yeah hey guys where are you from I'd always say we're from we're from Surrey it's south of London and most people go oh, okay whatever but this guy was like no 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 like I'm not gonna do an accent can't do it um come from where you come from <laughs> where, yeah and I was I was like oh like we flew into to Boston and then like drove you know somewhere and the guy's like what road did you drive on like really like wanted to know and I was like oh no I'm sorry I don't know and then he just stopped talking you just really wanted to know whether we came on like... Jeez, last road. A certain inter- interstate or something. That's the thing, was how old was he? 40s, 50s. See, that's the thing, I feel like that's what middle-aged people do. When they arrive somewhere, they're like, oh, which road did you take to get here? Like, they really want to know, like... Maybe they're researching for travel podcast. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that'd be us in 20 years. Jeez, yeah. yeah. Or just, I can't remember some of the other ones. Just It's just people asking you, like, really mundane stuff, but just getting really overly... Or, like, just really overly concerned about, like, where you come from. Even mm. though they don't know anything, you'd be like, "Oh, we're from like south of London." They'd be like, "London," and I was like, "No, <laughs> not that it really matters." But I'm not from yeah, London. Yeah. Mm. They just wouldn't really listen listen to what you're saying. I don't really understand people that talk to strangers on holiday. Well, I do understand it because it probably enriches your experience, but I can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that's why I know. I don't think I'd be a very good traveller if I travelled on my own to like loads of places. I just kind of. I feel like it's when the desperation kicks in after like three weeks though and you're lonely right. and you just want to make friends. That's how, it, that's how it happens. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of these people weren't. They'll probably think they were more local. Mm. You just go skiing at like the weekend, half term or whatever in America and they were just going skiing because they live nearby and right, they were just obsessed with where you're from. Well, they'd always ask you how you're finding it and you're like, oh yeah, like, oh, what hotel are you staying at? Don't know, mate. Like, mm. is it really, these aren't questions that I'm, they ask yeah. us that I'm in charge of. Now. 
Well, they yeah, asked me about Brexit on, on my amazing um, Spain holiday, which I was just referring to. Hey, boys. <laughs> hey, boys. How do you vote? It was all the Europeans. They were like, how did you vote in the referendum? I was like, oh, I don't, you know, uh, obviously mm. leave. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then you got asked, didn't you, the other day? Yeah. Because it's still yeah, bloody going on, isn't it? It's, it's still, still going on. It's going to go on forever. We'll be old men and they'll be like... Yeah, that was I. I didn't enjoy that. And it's going to be that forever, really, isn't it? Getting asked about Brexit. Mm. What is your holiday highlight? Oh, my best holiday. Well, I hate to. Despite Eddie already shouting out Barcelona, I loved it as well when I went. Mm. That was probably my best holiday. Two years ago today, really mm. good festival, Primavera. Probably better than Benicassim. Fuck that. Didn't even make it into your highlights. <laughs> I could have come on to Benny Cassine, but actually no, no, because the Benny Cassine beach was part of it, and that's where the You Want Weed woman was. So. Oh, okay. Anyway. It's all part of it. That's the great thing about Benny Cassine. It's um, <laughs> on the beach, so it's kind of like a holiday and a festival at the same time. Don't get that with Primavera. You do don't you? get that Primavera. It's no. all um, a bit more urban, yeah. yeah. I, I love uh, just the, the, I guess, like the pace of Barcelona. I've got those, like, midday naps. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the slow pace. <laughs> 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 and... Hmm. The weather is good. I'm just like such a sucker for it being sunny. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's all I really want from a holiday. I mean, we've had good holidays as well. Right, Ireland as well. Actually, the weather was alright in Ireland after you left. Ireland was a great trip. We should that mention that. That was another great trip. Yeah, shout out to Ireland. That, so was, that was one nice. of my best ones. And I've been in some very good ones with my family as well. I don't want them to feel like they've disappointed me. No, smash it. It's been a while, so I don't really remember those a lot. But you know, I guess. France, that was good as well, with my, with my fam. Yeah. <laughs> Went there a lot. I've been to France a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Enjoyed French it. Fan. Yeah, my mother is French, so. Um, is there anything we want to quickly. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Yeah. Summer's coming up, so, you know, travel, Thank... it's travel time, to be fair. Go and, go and enjoy the world. To go around Europe while you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interrail's very good value. I liked it when I did it. Mm. I haven't done it, but when I'm in Switzerland, I'll be using it to go to some other places. Yeah. Which will be fun. Nice. And if you can't afford to go on a big holiday, which lots of us can't, then maybe. You know, take the bus somewhere nice. A staycation. A staycation. Yeah, yeah just get, there's there's interesting stuff all around. Go pitch a tent in your local field and get in touch with nature. Uh, Go walk up a hill and on roll this, back down it. On this positive note, uh, I think we're going to end. So thank you for listening. Um, I'll just do a quick shout out of our social medias. Yeah. So we are having dot a dot chat on Instagram if you type in having a chat will come up uh, the same on Twitter and our email address is having dot a dot chat one at gmail.com and our Facebook's having a chat this is on SoundCloud and Spotify and probably some other things at some point Brilliant. so go and give it a listen give it a share if we, tweet, um, we haven't tweeted anything recently if you guys want to get on the Twitter and tweet stuff yeah, we'll do that I'll, I'll post some pics of me on the holiday and then they can bring all these stories to life yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I need we'll do, we'll do some of that but yeah. please get in touch if you want us to ask a question I mean you can fucking ask us anything and we will answer it because we don't get many questions yeah we've answered um, 100% of all questions asked yeah up to now right. I don't know if we provided an answer to we've spoken about them yeah we've, this, we've definitely given it a go yeah this exit's going on for quite a long time so thank you it's goodbye from me Matt goodbye from me Eddie uh, uh, Michael <laughs> goodbye <laughs> <laughs>